0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends and spiritual seekers. I'm so happy to be connecting with you here for a little bit of time today on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. You know, years ago, I struggled intensely with depression, and I went through a very dark night of the soul. I prayed for clarity, guidance, and healing. And as so often happens, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. My teachers showed up in many forms and fashions. I stumbled upon some life transforming books and was introduced to spiritual psychology, meditation, cranial sacral polarity balancing, hypnotherapy, metaphysics, and I manifested some incredibly powerful light workers. As I healed and stepped into the light, life started to make so much more sense. I've also been guided and supported in manifesting the career of my dreams. Today, I have the pleasure and privilege of connecting with and sharing the wisdom of many inspired teachers. And my prayer and intention is the information and interviews I share here with you on Journey to Center, inspire you, provide Godwinks, give you clarity, empower you, and gently lift you to higher ground and increase clarity and light in your life. Today, we are talking to a brilliant and beautiful spiritual seeker who, after a series of transformational healing sessions, experienced a profound awakening at just 30 years old. The chain of events that followed sparked a yearning to learn more about the soul. As a result, she grew increasingly more intuitive and happier. After many hours of meditation, her purpose came into crystal clear focus to spread light and love to people through her words words. Wisdom and Writings. Her latest book, The Light, A Book of Wisdom, does just that. Katie Keating brought together 22 teachers and luminaries in the field of spiritual transformation and education. Some of these luminaries include Neil Donald Walsh, Don Miguel Ruiz, Barbara Marks Hubbard, and many others. Katie recently re- released her new book, Experiences from the Light, which features ordinary people ordinary people's extraordinary experiences of transformation miracles and spiritual awakening She is currently putting together more books in the light series which will ultimately support her grand vision to provide spiritual education for children and adults across the world so it is my profound pleasure to be having this conversation with kylie keating so kylie thank you for being here today
1: hi tammy thank you so much for having me
0: on Absolutely. So I would like to, I mean, I touched on this, but I would like to hear from you a little bit more about your backstory and how the books came into being and your intention to bring more light into the world. How did this come about?
1: Well, actually, it came about from the dark. Um, So it's interesting that you mentioned that at the beginning of the show about your own experience of depression, because that's exactly what happened to me. I found myself uh, living here in Spain, actually, at the time and i just i wasn't sure i'd kind of just moved careers a little bit and i just felt very very lost and i i just didn't really know what i was here for um i heard like a lot of people talking about purpose and how they knew what they wanted to do with their life but for me i never felt that i didn't have any idea at all and i really wanted to know and that is basically what led to my depression because it was like i just wasn't getting anywhere and Um, It was like every single day was just a a real battle to get through, you know. Uh, And that's really how it all started because after about nine months of feeling like this and, you know, getting worse with each passing day, I actually reached a point where I just realized that there was no lower I could actually feel. And I knew that I just had to just surrender to it. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, and it was a very precise moment that I remember very riv- vividly, I actually was inspired um in the moment to just ask God for a sign. Um I, I just said, like, I just said it out loud, you know, please, God, could you please show me what I'm here for? I'm ready now to know. And it was quite amazing in that. It was only 24 hours later, or less than 24 hours, actually, that I stumbled across this magazine that had an advert in it for like a mind-body-spirit event. And I had started to become a bit interested in spirituality, but not to the extent where I would really go to an event like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there was just something in my heart that told me I had to go. And so I did. I took the courageous step because – it was quite courageous when you're feeling depressed to go to an event like that um it was quite hard for me to do but i i went and took the step and while i was there i met a man who did something called cellular healing and i didn't have any idea what it was and he did try and explain it to me but i didn't i still didn't really understand but again i just had that feeling inside that i had to do this whatever it was Um, He talked about rebirthing, he talked about transformation, and um, he talked about, like, releasing stagnant energy in the body's cells Mm -hmm. and how that, like, led to greater freedom and joy. And and I thought, well, joy, you know, I definitely need to take some of that. Yeah, joy is always a good one. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I did, and I went along, it took me a few months to actually co- commit myself to going, you know, but I did, I took the first step there. And, um, what happened after that was quite amazing. I mean, at the first session, uh, my body was just convulsing, uh, for about two hours, like literally uh, uncontrollably convulsing with all this energy that had been stuck in it that was finally releasing and it, it yes yeah, so it was very it was very much about breath work and becoming aware but um directly after that first session something like a magical portal almost opened inside of me and i began to just have communication with the other side you know like with the spiritual realm um and I began to, you know, hear voices. It sounds almost a bit crazy, but, um, you know, I could hear angels or, or spirit talking to me. And I could also just, I started to become a lot more psychic. You know, I started to know when things mm-hmm. were going to happen. And what, and I was leaving my body, you know, in the nighttime and I was like doing soul travel. Um, which was quite fascinating. Um, but, but, you know, all of this kind of just led me to realise that there was a lot more out there that, than I previously knew. And then um, what, you know, the real kicker for me was one like night, I woke up in really early in the morning about 3 o'clock and there was this big orb of white light hovering to the side of my bed And it was uh, talking to me or trying to talk to me. But the voice was coming out kind of muffled. So I couldn't actually understand what he was saying. Uh, But I knew that he had a profound message for me. And it was actually quite frustrating that I couldn't quite tune in to his frequency uh, to discover what he was saying. But the next day, um, this message landed in my head, like just a string of words, which told me I needed to put together this book, which is the Lighter Book of Wisdom. Um, so that's how it happened.
0: Wow! Yeah, I can relate to a lot of what you're saying, and I think one of the benefits and, and bonuses and advantages of being in that really dark place is having those authentic conversations with the universe, and it can really crack us open. And that sounds like that's what happened with you. I know that's what's happened with me. They can be painful, but there can be a real wonderful outcome if we really fall to our knees like that and surrender to it. So it's it can be an incredible blessing. And because of it, look at all the light you're bringing in. I mean, I think that's extraordinary.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's just like the way the book happened and it it was just so effortless, actually. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of people have said to me, wasn't it difficult to get together all those people? But actually, no. It was almost like the universe was very much helping it along because I think it was so destined to be. Yes. It was um, your
0: purpose, yes. It was your purpose, yeah, and so you that's were being right. supported.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like there was a couple of other people who actually also played quite a key role in helping me put the book together. And uh, one of them is actually now my husband. Um, he wasn't at the time, but and then a, a very good friend, and I realised that we'd all kind of made this soul contract before we came here to to do this book together, you know. So it was um it was like three pillars almost.
0: And those are the three Pick different pressure. books,
1: right? Uh, well, the three people that I'm talking about, like me and these two others, but also yes, it is three books as well. So oh, interesting. I guess it, Yeah, and the number three has also been my sign throughout the whole process. Um, You know, whenever I I, I sort of have doubts about what I'm doing because I'm only human and I still do sometimes have those doubts creep in. Sure, sure. At those times, I will see the number 33 or 333, you know, just very randomly, like it will just be somewhere. Like it might be on a sign I look at or a door number even like a receipt, you know, at the supermarket, but I'll see it somewhere and it will just confirm that, you know, yes, this is the right path for you right yeah. now.
0: Yeah. The, I love the God wings. <laughs> it's like, you're on the right path. You're heading the right direction. I can absolutely relate to that as well. Yeah. I so
1: mean, quite- there's a, there's, sorry, go on.
0: No I'm just I just I love everything that you're doing, and you have talked to a lot of people, some very well known, some that aren't as well known and I'm really curious, you say you've seen a common thread with all the people who've contributed stories of spiritual experiences in your book, and
1: I would really
0: love to know what that common thread is
1: um well I mean there's a, there's more than one in a way there's some sub threads, but I guess the most uh, common thing that I found with everyone who's uh, given to the book is that um, I mean they, they've been very unconditional in their giving. Um, they're not they're not people that are kind of after anything in return, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're given from their heart uh, because actually there were, when I first put the book together, there were some different contributors in it and um, for one reason or the other, They, there were two or three that ended up not being in the book, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, just because of that their chapters didn't fit or whatever. And I later learned that they kind of were after something, you know, from the book, whether it be, yeah. So it was like, it was like just very much guided the whole thing. Like, you know, that certain people, you know, it, it just had to fit with the energy of the book.
0: Yeah, it's like you're you're creating a vibration of light and I always believe water finds its own level. So if we take personal responsibility for our vibration, then, you know, we'll connect with those that are a fit. So I love hearing that and it sounds like so they have a generosity, their heart based.
1: Yeah, that's right. And they weren't like giving to get, you know, and, and really, that was the whole purpose of the book as well. Because I was told from the beginning, when I got this message that this book had to be 100% for charity, there would be no kind of gain for anyone. It was just like a gift to humanity. Mm,
0: I love that. You know, I... I I teach about prosperity principles and I wrote a book about prosperity. And I think that is the foundation and cornerstone to give generously, to receive graciously, to give generously, receive graciously. It's never about getting.
1: No, that's it. It's more love-based
0: energy. So that's that's what I'm hearing
1: you say. Mm -hmm. Well, with the giving as well, I think some people can sometimes get confused by thinking that they have to give money or, you know, they have to give like resources, which they may not feel they have, but, a lot of the time just by giving some of our time or giving like these contributors, giving a chapter, you know, giving their wisdom um, and their light and their love. That's, that's, you know, even stronger than I think than giving money really.
0: Yeah. It's it's priceless. It's a heart gift.
1: Yeah. So, that's it's, right.
0: it's And again, you know, if you boil it all down, there's love and fear. And so everything that you're sharing to me are all examples of, of love. And to me, that's authentic power. And that's beautiful. I love hearing this. It feels so um, authentic. It feels very congruent.
1: Yeah, well, that's what the light is, I suppose. You know, I yes. guess it's just that sense of purity. And, and when I saw the orb of light, like in my room that night, that's exactly the feeling I was getting from it. Like that this orb of light was 100% pure love. And so some people might think, oh, weren't you scared when you saw that just suddenly appear in your room? But no, I mean, there was no fear there at all. It was completely the opposite of fear. I, well, I didn't want the orb of light to go. you know, You're like, come back. To <laughs> yeah, it started to back off after a while. You know, it started to slowly back away and then it kind of vanished through the door. And I was kind of left feeling that kind of. Oh, that's a shame. I wish I could have had like a, a deep conversation with it. And, you know, just having that love presence there, would just mm-hmm. to absorb that was really quite comforting.
0: Yeah, I love the feeling of that as you're describing it. It kind of warms my heart. It's beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so, always like a blanket, you know, like a warm um, blanket.
0: <laughs> uh, I like that feeling. I might have to meditate on that a little later today. That sounds <laughs> lovely. I want some more of that. Yeah. So, Kylie, what can we do? Say we have some people listening right now that are like, hmm, I like what she's saying, but I'm not really relating. Or they want to open maybe more fully to, you know, that sense of unconditional love. What can we do to open more fully to the light and increase our wattage and perhaps have more of those God winks and spiritual experiences and the synchronicities?
1: Well, throughout the book, there's lots of what I call light practices, which are sort of things people can do on a daily basis to open their heart and, you know, just shine their light brighter. Um, And actually, I'm putting together another book at the moment all about that, which is like steps people can do. Uh, to shine brighter and you know there's lots of different ways there's so many Um, it's basically looking at really what lights you up as a person and what brings you joy because when we're in our state of joy that's when we can come to the world you know from that very elevated vibration and from that place we also receive back from that vibration as well um, so it's actually quite simple in a sense of just being in your joy. But I mean, there's, there are loads of things that I do now on a daily basis, which I call my uh, my light practices. <laughs> and one of them, <clears throat> you know, one of them is actually that when I wake up in the morning, one of the first things that I do, you know, instead of just like thinking about the day ahead, I actually start sending love to people. Just around, you know, not just friends or people that I know even, uh, but even people who sometimes I might not have always thought really, you know, much of. I mean, not in a bad way, but like people that maybe I haven't seen eye to eye with. Yes. um, In the past, I I just send love to everyone and just kind of like a love blast. And so I just kind of visualize a a pink or white or golden light shooting from my heart chakra to theirs and it's just a visualization really but there's an energy in it which is very helpful and you can really feel it and i mean you can actually get very creative and imaginative with it like sometimes i'll imagine this love being a parcel that kind of gets delivered to them you know by ups and (laughs) i (laughs) see them receiving it and opening it and the love kind of coming out and just like (laughs) absorbing into them (laughs) i those. love that
0: like I, I can i can imagine um i'm inspired by that like opening a, a beautiful gift like a, a beautifully love wrapped printed, yeah. yeah with beautiful bows opening it and receiving that <laughs> that sense of love that's a really fun um exercise yeah
1: that's i think really just fun. you can do it anyway really i mean just whatever way comes to to who to, to you as you're doing it but that's just one of the things that's come to me before to do it that way and just to send it like even just seeing the light coming out and shooting across sort of, to, you know, to their heart chakra. Um, and they do feel it on some level. They 100 percent do. Yeah, you well, know, I do think uh, we're
0: all connected. You know, we're all, you know, from that same source. And, and whether we're conscious of it or not, I do believe they that people will sense it. They will pick up on yeah. it one way or another. Yeah.
1: Exactly. You, yeah, no. you
0: bring up another really good point, Heidi. Um, it's easy to love people we love. It's not as easy to love people that maybe challenge us or, you know, that are, you know, there to teach us the tougher lessons. So I, I'm inspired by that as well, you know, to send that light or those gifts or love in whatever form or fashion to those that maybe um, have created some challenges in our life or pain or whatever. I love the the thought of doing that as well, because that's only going to help us. It's gonna help them yeah.
1: gonna help us. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that I you know I've read this before and I really believe this that um, the people who come here to challenge us are actually the souls that that have the most love for us in a sense because they're here to show us our own shadows and to do that for them takes a great deal of courage and so it's almost like you can see that there's a lot more love there. You know, I mean, everyone loves us and we love everyone, but, um, it's almost like that's a different level when, when the people, those souls are here to challenge us. Yeah, um, I I think
0: that's true, you know, and I think we're here to bring those dark places into the light and, and love, bring love and compassion to those places inside that hurt. And so, you know, that I, I call that being on the soul level learning line, it can be uncomfortable, but I really think that's, what we're here for. It's not just to accumulate wealth and vehicles or whatever it is we think we want. It's to learn those soul level lessons. So I think that's really accurate and beautifully put.
1: Yeah, that's right. And so, um, yeah, so love really is the biggest thing to, to take into our lives every day. Uh, you know, we can exactly. do that by meditating because, I mean, I love meditating. Like, I if I don't meditate now, I feel like I haven't showered for the day, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it, it cleans you out from the inside. And sometimes, um, you know, I meditate sometimes with a light, but but sometimes I'll do a, a love meditation as well where I just, again, I'll send love out, but not just to people. I, I kind of see it just going all around the world, you know, to to countries that need it, and to people that need it in different countries, and even like to the to Mother Earth and and Father Moon and you know or Father Sky and you know all of all of the different aspects of the universe and just sort of like see it going and spreading a lot more.
0: I love that, and you really are such a, an exquisite vessel for light and love, and I'm I'm so happy that you have. Discovered or relaxed into or found your purpose, and you're doing such a beautiful, beautiful job of it. Um, so, Heidi, if people want a copy of your book or want to get a hold of you, how can they do that?
1: Um, well, they can go to my website, which is uh, the Um I, I'll spell that because it's a bit difficult otherwise. It's K E I D I and then K E A T I N G. And my book's available on Amazon, um, but it's also on quite a lot of other websites. If you just sort of do a Google search, you'll find them. Uh, I think it's in most of the Barnes & Noble stores across the U.S. as well. So there's lots of places where it can be found. Yes. Yes.
0: Awesome. I recommend it highly. So we just have a few minutes left here. And and, uh, something I want to touch on that I love, and I was doing this last night, was having out-of-body experiences. I think they're so awesome. Can you tell me more about your thoughts about that or your experiences with out-of-body experiences?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I didn't realize I was doing it as a child, but um, I didn't know what was going on. But they would always start with this very loud buzzing noise in the head, um, which would get more and more intense. And, it you know, so intense in the end that it was almost uncomfortable. Um, And my body would become very paralyzed. Like I couldn't move my arms and legs. And as a child, this would happen, and it was very frightening. I I didn't really know what was happening. I thought that I was dying or something, you know. Um, but and then uh, I remember one time as a child, I did start to kind of rise up. But I was again, I was so scared of what was happening that I I just used all my energy to like will myself back to being normal, you know, which I managed to do. And that was always the case. But I then. You know, read this book. Actually, this was after I'd had the uh, the healing sessions. Um, I read this book called Journeys Out of the Body by Robert Monroe, and you know he was saying about how he would effortlessly have out of body experiences, and he would learn a lot by going to these other realms and uh, you know meeting other beings and things. So I, after I'd read that book, the strange thing was that I had another beginning of out of body experience the next night. And this time I didn't have the fear around it anymore. And I actually did go and and visit another realm. Um, And it was really quite amazing because I went and it was like I landed in this kind of white cave and there was a door at the end. And when I opened the door, there was like a woman sitting behind a desk, like as if she was in an office and she was like the receptionist. Mm -hmm. And she asked me what I was there for. And I said to her, Well, to be honest, I don't know, but I've left my body at home on the bed. (laughs) You know, that's what I said to her. And she looked at me and she kind of nodded and she was like, oh, she said, you're one of them. And I didn't really know what she meant at the time. But then, you know, now I obviously know that she meant I was an astral traveler. Ah. Oh, my gosh, Um, I love that. Yeah, so, you know, I I didn't really know what she meant at the time. Like I did a bit more research about out-of-body experiences and things and then realized there is this whole group of people that that do it on a regular basis and they they are astral travelers, you know, but they don't just come from this planet. They come from all over the universe, the different souls, you know, just kind of playing around and (laughs) seeing what they can discover. Um, But, yeah, (laughs) so… So since then, I've had quite a number of out of body experiences, and they always, I always land in different realms, and I, they're never really instigated, if you know what I mean. Like I haven't yes. learned how to do it; it just kind of happens quite spontaneously.
0: Yeah, I tend to do it when I'm asleep, and I remember I'm sleeping, and then I'm like, oh, I can like leave my body, and I can go up into the stars and travel, and and <laughs> it's always such a an adventure and you've inspired me to experiment with that further and see what else I can discover. So I'm I'm loving this. I I wish (laughs) I had you on for some more shows. This has really been such a pleasure and privilege.
1: Well, I'd suggest that you read um, journeys out of the body by Robert Monroe, because that book actually, he tells you how to have out of body experiences, like for the people that actually want to know how to do it. He says that anyone can learn.
0: Yes, I think um, it is available. I think it is a natural state.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, yes. you know, there are actual exercises that he will say to do as you're going off to sleep that will then get get you out of your body. Prompt that's you out of does. your body and... and- Take yeah. you wherever
0: you want to go. So, That's right. yeah. Heidi, I have enjoyed this conversation with you thoroughly. I think this has been so uplifting and inspirational, and I'm excited to get back into your book now and maybe get your other books. And to my listeners, I just want to thank you for hanging out with here us a little bit today on Journey to Center. You always honor me with your presence. If you want to be in touch, Tammy B. PhD. Would love to connect with you and hear from you. Download my prosperity program. It's there to support you. It's my gift from my heart to yours. And just know that I'm sending you pink light and love and sending you a blanket of warmth and peace and grace and ease. Love from our hearts to yours. Take care of yourself. Bye for now.